0: Welcome to Full Disclosure, a podcast to provide legal information and updates to individuals, businesses and business advisors in South Australia. This podcast is brought to you by Mellor Olson Lawyers, a full service South Australian law firm. The information, opinions and advice in this podcast are for general information only. In today's episode, we're talking with Mella Olsen's solicitor, Siobhan Dor. Welcome, Siobhan. Thanks, Lucy. Siobhan, I've invited you here today to discuss with us the importance of getting your affairs in order. No one ever plans on getting sick or becoming disabled or even passing away, but having something in place can make all of the difference if the event occurs.
1: Yeah, that's right, Lucy. As well as having those conversations with those closest to you, about whether you want bye-bye baby played at your funeral or having your ashes scattered at a favourite holiday spot, getting your affairs in order can make all the difference in the unfortunate event something does happen to you. So, are we are talking about preparing a will? That's right. Putting a will in place is one of those documents that can outline what you want to happen with your assets once you do pass away. Okay, and at what stage of life should you be preparing something like that? If you're over 18, you should be thinking about putting a will in place. For most people, the importance of having a will is obvious, but we do find that some people think they're too young, it's too hard, or they don't want to tempt fate. So they just haven't gotten around to it. If you're wondering whether you need a will, chances are you probably do. And why is that? So your will allows you to direct who's going to control your assets and where they're going to go. If you don't have a will in place, your assets may not go where you want them to. So why is that? Why is a will important? So your will allows you to direct who's going to control your assets and where they're going to go when you pass away. If you don't have a will in place, you won't be able to do that. Okay, so what happens if you don't have a will and you pass away? If you don't have a will, your assets are distributed in accordance with the laws of intestacy. So essentially the law is deciding where your assets go and that means they may not go where you want them to. We often find most people would like their assets to go to their spouse and then alternatively to their children. If you die without a will, that first 100,000 is going to your spouse, with the remainder to be split in half, half going to your spouse and half then being distributed to your children. The default position is that remainder half going to your children is going to be controlled by the public trustee. So that can create a whole level of complexity and financial hardship for your spouse. So when we're talking about assets, what exactly are we discussing? So there's the obvious ones like real estate, cash, superannuation, but there's also assets you might hold in a family trust or a company. And we can't deal with those directly, but what we can do is look at transferring the control of your trust or the company. Okay. So, when most people think about a will, they're thinking about what
0: happens to your assets when you pass on. What happens if something happens to you and you no longer have the mental capacity or you have a disability and you are no longer able to, um, you know, facilitate your estate? Is there any legal documentations or
1: anything to prepare that can assist? Yeah, definitely. If you haven't got physical or mental capacity, there's a few documents that can come into play and one of those is an enduring power of attorney. That document allows you to appoint somebody to make decisions relating to the management of your property and financial affairs. Siobhan, that sounds like a pretty big
0: responsibility to put on somebody. Should you have a conversation with them before
1: you appoint them? Yeah, it is, and you will need to have that conversation because your appointed attorney does need to accept that position. So ultimately, you want to be appointing somebody that you trust um, and somebody that's going to feel comfortable taking on that role for you. Your attorney has to act in accordance with your best interests, and if you're able to give them direction, then they can only act in accordance with your direction. They should also be keeping um, accurate records of any dealings they have with your finances. Okay, so we've talked about the enduring power of attorney. I've also heard of advanced care directives. Can you please explain that and the importance of those? Yeah, so an advanced care directive allows you to appoint a substitute decision maker to make decisions relating to your health care and lifestyle decisions if you're no longer able to. Okay, I can imagine that that would be extremely helpful
0: in the unfortunate event that something happens to you and you no longer have the capacity to make those decisions, particularly if it is, you know, it regards to the quality of your life. I can imagine that that would be an extremely helpful you know, document to have, particularly if you're in a position where you can no longer communicate your wishes um, for those family members that are sort of surrounding you and not showing where to go?
1: Yes, definitely. In times of emergency, it can really take that burden off of your family, having to guess what your preference would be in relation to health care and that refusal of health care as well at a time when they're going to need it the most.
0: So if someone's listening and either doesn't have a will or hasn't considered whether they need to appoint
1: an enduring power of attorney or an advanced care directive, what is your advice? So as the saying goes, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, the second best time is now. It's never too early to put documents in place, but it may be too late. So if somebody's got questions or wanting to put a will in place, the best thing they can do is talk to a lawyer that specialises in estate planning. Mellor Olsen has experienced practitioners who will be able to assist you in
0: preparing a will or estate plan to suit your circumstances. I want to thank Siobhan Dorr from Mellor Olsen today. Thank you, Lucy. The information in this podcast is general in nature. For podcast terms and conditions, for more information on Siobhan, wills and estates law or Mellor Olsen lawyers, visit moLawyers.com.au.